Hello and welcome to episode 129 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast where we talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. Today is Sunday, June 12th, the year of our Lord, 2016. I am Jeremy Holmes and coming from you live, recorded live in... The Bay Twin Cities of Minneapolis, Minnesota, and St. Paul, also in Minnesota, Christina Wise. Hello. <laughs> How's it going, Christy? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm filled with cheese curds. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> we are on a little field trip. A field trip? Is that what we'll call it? Sure. A long weekend? Extended vacation? Yeah. Yeah. We're in the Twin Cities, uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. My first time out here. It's a pretty fun and exciting trip. We're out here for a podcasting event, actually, for your other show. Yes. Well, a show I listen to. Yeah. For, for those of you that don't know, which is probably none of you, <laughs> um, Christy has a podcast about a podcast. The podcast that's how nerdy I am. That her podcast is about is called Too Beautiful to Live. It is part of a podcast network called Infinite Guest, which is owned by American Public Media, which is a subsidiary of NPR. No. Okay. It's some kind of public radio deal. So it's based out of Minnesota. And they had a live show here near the mothership down in Minnesota. And since Christy um, is so obsessed with the show, we decided to come down and check it out. Yes. So here we are. Yeah. It was fun. It was a fun, fun it's little fun meeting Hamlet. people that I've known for a long time but never met. Yeah, we got to meet um, a couple of the listeners to this show. I think yes. Amy, Amy, Madam Woolite on Twitter. Twitter, yes. she often um, live tweets at us through her listening of the shows, which is always fun. But it's like days later, so and doesn't explain it, so it's out of context, which I really love. <laughs> yeah, sometimes <laughs> I feel like um, as soon as we. Stop recording. I forget what we talked about. So oh, me too. As soon as I said it's gone. It's kind of a fun refresher to go over that. But yeah, it's been a fun and exciting week. We've been exploring all sorts of weird food, fried cheese curds and mm-hmm. um, hamburgers with like different things stuffed inside of them. Um, I just vomited right before we recorded. May or he may needed, not be. He wanted to have more cheese curds. <laughs> as so. a result of all of the <laughs> food that we've been eating. Room. But uh, anyway, we decided to bring the recording gear because we had uh, – I wanted to talk about our show last week, Christy. Okay. You recorded an episode on your own. How did you feel about it? I didn't feel great about it because <laughs> it was under duress. What do you mean it was under duress? Well, you told me I had to record an episode, and so I had to like plan it, which is fine, but – it was so hot in Seattle that day, mm. and it was 87 degrees in our house. Mm-hmm. I mean, it cooled down to a balmy 85 by the time our recording was over. But when we're recording, we can't have any fans, heater. Uh, we don't have air conditioning, but, yeah. you know, any kind. So I just was sitting there in a pile of sweat trying to mm-hmm. get it. So wait a minute. I just need to talk about something you said. Okay. Let's just circle back on something real quick. All right. You said that I made you record? Yeah. I did not make you record. You should. I was very hands-off about it. You said, oh, you should probably. What I said is, 
I what what I wanted to avoid was, hey, Christy, I'm not going to be available to record, so you should. So you should. Wait, let me try this again. What I wanted to avoid was a situation where uh, I I said I'm going to be out of town. Why don't you record? And you said okay, yeah. And then it never happened mm-hmm. because. Uh, if I knew you, I just needed to know yes or no, if you're going to record. And if you're not, that's totally fine. I was very hands off about it. I just wanted to know either way, because if you weren't going to do it, then I would have made other plans or I could have, you know, brought a microphone on my little weekend trip that I was on. So I could have recorded with somebody or I could have tried to record with somebody beforehand to get it up. I mean, there's, there was a lot of different things that I could have done, but I also thought that it would be really fun to kind of see what you came up with if mm-hmm. left to your own devices. But I made it very clear. I made it very clear. You don't have to do it. I just wanted a hard yes or a, a hard no. That's all. Okay. Do you not feel like that's true? Mm-mm. What? I feel like you said, um, I just need to know. And then you would give me about five different ideas of what I should do and say, but it's totally fine. It's totally fine. But I think you should do it. And I said, I think more. it would be fun. <laughs> I gave you some suggestions. You seem, cause you seemed a little like, just not quite sure. So I was trying to help you out. And then I said, but you don't have to do any of those. I was very hands off. Okay. I didn't tell you what to do. I'm a little upset by this. <laughs> okay. I was very, I was very, whatever. All right. Well, it is what you have decided it is, regardless of how related to the truth or what actually happened is. So, whatever. Uh, but, you know, so you didn't like it at all? You did? What? What's your takeaway? I mean, you guys, like, didn't really stick to the format at all. Mm-hmm. Um, including, like, I mean, you literally had no ending. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you we did. did have an ending. Like, you guys were mid-conversation... You kind of just took a breath and then you're like, ah, I'm just going to, I'm going to stop recording now. It was hot. And you just turned it off. <laughs> what? That was interesting. Uh, we did do interesting the ending. Approach. It's just then he kept asking <laughs> questions. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let me ask you this. If I go, if, if it happens again where I'm going to go out of town or something like that, mm-hmm. do you think you would do it? Do you think you would do it again? I don't know. It would depend. <laughs> oh my god are you see that and that's the problem this is the problem and this is exactly why i was saying i just need a yes or a no because what happens is you go i don't know yeah i want because you want to do it maybe in I your do. head you want to do it sometimes but then when it comes down to it something always is a better idea like being in air conditioning when it's 100 degrees or whatever <laughs> and and you so you don't really in the moment once it gets time to actually hit record, you're like, eh, I don't want to do this. Or I had a few other ideas and the people were busy. Mm. Either of those things. You can no. pick whatever Well, the you next want. time, just say, hey, not this time. Not this time, buddy. Not this time. Except for that you advertised it at the end of the last show and said, Chrissy's going to do a solo show. Yeah, well, but we say that all the time and then stuff doesn't happen. Stuff <laughs> falls through. I mean, I just would have liked, as long as we put an episode out, it would have been fine, I think. Okay. All right. I just I I feel like you're misrepresenting me because what you're saying is not actually what happened. I feel like it's important that people know that. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay. Jesus. Jeremy's a good guy and he did not force me to do it. <laughs> okay. That sounds so 
genuine and authentic things. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, um, I was down in California. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I went to the NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory. I took my five-year-old daughter. They have a once-a-year open house. So, I mean, she's she's five. She's going to be six in October. And she really hung. She really hung in there. I was amazed. Like, we had to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning on Saturday and fly down there, get a rental car, drive to Pasadena. It was, like, ridiculously hot, especially for a small child that's never been in (laughs) real hot weather before. Doesn't even enjoy the hot weather that we have in Seattle, which is not the same as hot weather in Los Angeles. But we got to see a bunch of robots. She got run over by a... uh, (laughs) Uh, like a rover, like a model of a mm-hmm. rover at one point. Well, that was the intent. Don't make it right. seem like shit. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no the, it was it was intentional. You cried? I did cry. I cried, yeah. She was um she was wearing like a NASA not a NASA, she was wearing like a Lego space um astronaut costume or shirt mm-hmm. um that had a picture of a Lego astronaut standing on the moon and somebody came up to her and started talking and she was very excited about her first plane ride. She said, I went on my first plane ride today. They said, where you come from? And we said, oh, Seattle. And she said, you came from Seattle just for this? I said, yeah. So now she really likes space stuff. We just thought we'd come down and check it out. And they got so excited because, you know, my, I'm, probably biased but i think my daughter is pretty adorable and mm-hmm. um she was on the younger end of the <laughs> spectrum for the kids that were there probably and um you know she's she's a lady and this world needs more lady scientists and i think some of the other lady scientists down there at the jet propulsion laboratory were very excited and so uh you know a bunch of awesome women scientists gathered around her and were like super encouraging and saying all these nice things and talking to her about how important it is to you know keep just keep at it and doing experiments and <laughs> talking about her interests and showed her some kind of cool stuff in this little back area and i was just like sobbing it was so <laughs> cool to see but yeah Anyway, it was fun. So there's your rad space news, I guess. Yes. <laughs> we got to go see the space shuttle the next day. and It was fun. Um, all right. Uh, that's enough of that, Christy. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's get into, let's get into our, our, uh, our little format here. Okay. We each have a thing that we're going to bring to the mm-hmm. table mm-hmm. that we're nerding out about. I have like... Oh, wait. That's the premise? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I thought it would just be bringing 129, <laughs> 129 episodes in. <laughs> Are you starting to figure it out? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we have something that we're excited about, something that you're feeling strongly about, whatever it is. I, I have like some more time. My problem is <laughs> that I, I have like three things that I want to talk about. Okay. I have three things, but I shouldn't. Should I go into all three of them? One of them is like kind of a little bit more longer in-depth thing. Okay. And two of them are like short ones. Right, do you think do I it. should just stick do to it. the one or do you want to do all three? You can do all three. Okay. So should I I have one that's kind of intense. Should we do the intense serious one first? Sure. Okay. I just want to talk Is it going to make me mad? Uh, I don't know. At you? Well, it's just it's something that's going on in the news and I feel like it's just bothering me and I want to talk about it really briefly. Okay. There was that horrible shooting in in Florida. This morning, we woke up to the news that there was um, 50 people killed in a nightclub in Florida. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know what you're talking about. Okay. 
So I, there's a lot that could be said about that, and I feel like we probably this is not the time or place <laughs> to get into it. I guess, uh, but I just want to say I don't understand, and maybe maybe we have somebody out there. I'm going to try and do this in a non um, combative way. Combative is that a word? I don't Combat- know. Combative, combative. I don't know where you're going with. Okay, this, so I'm a little nervous. Uh, well, I we have talked about in the past. I have very strong feelings about guns and firearms mm. and that kind of stuff. So I'm trying to step it down a little bit because I feel like when I get super aggressive or super intense about it, people are kind of scared to have a conversation. So I would just really, I guess, like to have a conversation with somebody. I need somebody to explain to me why it's a good idea for us to have ready access to these like assault rifles, like these AR-15s and AK-47s, like, Mm -hmm. you or I could go to a store right now, we could get these guns that are, I mean, they're not hunting rifles, they're not, they are designed, they're military rifles um, designed for killing people. Right. And I just don't understand, I don't understand in what world we need those things. And I was thinking, um, you know, like, let's let's do do a, a little thing where we talk about the things that are that are illegal. So it's completely legal for you and I to go buy a, um, a mm-hmm. machine gun. Yep. Um, but you know what we can't buy? What? We can't buy lawn darts. Lawn darts are illegal. What are those called? They have a, one of those names, like jarts. I think Is they're that... just called lawn darts. They have a big metal spike on the front or kind of I a know, spike. I remember and you them. Toss them, they stick in the ground. Illegal. Illegal because it's too dangerous, Christy. Yeah. You could hurt yourself. You could. So they made them illegal. Uh, you know what else is illegal? Hmm. We've talked about them on the show before, I believe. Kinder eggs. They're like these um, chocolate eggs that have little plastic toys inside of them. Yeah, you might choke. They're illegal in the United States because they didn't want people to get hurt by these little plastic toys inside of a chocolate egg. That's illegal to get in the United States. Mm -hmm. Do you know what's not illegal? An assault rifle that's (laughs) designed for the sole purpose of killing people. Yeah. Okay. I don't understand. So uh, it, maybe we have a listener out there or two. Probably not. That are, um, <laughs> <laughs> that are you know, maybe you're a gun enthusiast. I, I just have some honest questions for you. And m- call in, send us an email, whatever. Let us know, like, what in what world do you need to own an assault rifle? In what world do we need them to be legal? And I don't want it, I don't want to hear the argument that Guns don't kill people because that's exactly what they're designed to do. Yeah, well, and I'm just, (laughs) I'm not even like, I'm not even trying to go there. I'm just curious why you would need an assault rifle. Why why is that a thing that we need to be able to get in stores? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm curious about. Help me understand. I mean, I I can't. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. So that was the first thing that I had. The second thing that I had. I wanted to talk about this ukulele girl. <laughs> okay. Do you? Uh, I've never watched um, America's Got Talent. Have you watched it before? No. This just v- whenever things go viral, I do. And this video. So there's this video that popped up on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it went it went viral. I would say. Yes. <laughs> I looked up the YouTube video to find a link so I can pull the m- music for mm-hmm. it that we're gonna play in just a minute, um, and it had. Uh, it had 10 million views, Christy. That's crazy. The YouTube video had 10 
million in less than views. a week. There is probably nothing that you or I, you or I, will ever make in our entire lifetime that will ever be heard or listened or or seen by. 10 million people. Yeah, for sure. I, there's a good chance that you could take up all of our podcasts, all of the things that we've done, every word that we've ever said, and like take all of those people separately and add them up, and it's probably not 10 million people. I'm okay with that. I know it, that that bums you out, <laughs> but I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> it feels like it feels like an un... I mean, it's it it's... It's insane. Ten mil- So 10 million views on this video. We um, also, neither one of us have a talent that's right. viral and worthy. <laughs> right. Well, I'm, I mean, that's a side thing. I'm not like trying to make a big deal out of the fact that, you know. In your drinking days, you probably could have done something so stupid it became a meme. <laughs> I probably did. But, it just never got yeah. videotaped. <laughs> Other than that, we don't have any talents yeah. that would do that. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's this show, America's Got Talent. Um, there was a, a young lady by the name of Grace Vanderwall. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name right. She's 12 years old. She's a 12-year-old girl, and she played this cute little song, and uh, it went it went nuts. She got something called a golden ticket. I don't know what that is. I assume that's... She that's goes to the final round. It just fast-tracks you. Yeah. You get to skip all that stuff. So let's just um, let's just play a little part of it. We probably won't play the whole thing, but let's the just song or her interview. Your microphone broke up there. I think. What did you say? The song or the whole? Well, I have a couple thoughts about the kind of the opening interview. Okay, so do we'll it. include that and then we'll play the song because it's okay, It's a fun it. song to listen to. It's catchy. Hi, young lady. What is your name? Grace. Grace, you're a beautiful young lady. You know that? Thank you. <laughs> How old are you? Uh, Twelve. Are you excited to be here? It's crazy. <laughs> what are you going to sing? I'm singing an original. Really? Yes. What's it about? It's about me. <laughs> and other people at school behind you supporting you? Most of my friends don't really know I sing. So they don't know you're here? No. You believe that you can win? Well, I mean, miracles can happen, so possibly. <laughs> Stage is yours. Good luck.
Okay, so I don't I don't know if this is just my we've talked about this before. I kind of have a proclivity to like push against things that are really popular. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, do you think that that's part of uh, you wishing that was you with all the millions of views? <laughs> Maybe. I don't okay. know. I wish I was a 12-year-old girl sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but... I mean, I am skeptical of things. I always have a ton of questions <laughs> and think that it's fake, but you are way worse. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... And here's the deal. I This girl seems really nice. I don't doubt that she's a really nice young lady. Um, I don't doubt that... I, I love the song. It sounds great. It's super catchy. I would pay money to be able to listen to it over and over again. Or if she had like an album of some kind that I could get, I would totally be on board with it. Here's the thing, though, that I think about this. Here's what I think. I'm just going to throw my um, theory out there. Okay, everyone's waiting. Um, I feel like like this girl came out of the womb and her parents handed her a microphone and said, you are going to like... You're going to be the next American Idol, like in the hospital room, <laughs> handed her a little handed her a little baby thing. Probably were playing American Idol like in some kind of speaker situation up against her mom's belly. They hired some coach that they pay like sixty thousand dollars a year to, to train and coach like if, if I will guarantee that your child gets in like the top five of. America's Got Talent or whatever, like some kind of training coach. I mean, the the beginning part, she's so like, hey, I'm like a quirky, fun little girl. And I don't I don't doubt that she's being genuine with that. Like, I don't think that she's I don't think that she's secretly evil and scheming. I think that she's a poor, young, innocent 12 year old that has been told exactly what to say and like coached perfectly by a really gross adult. And I bet her home life is miserable. I disagree with all of this. I bet that she wakes up in the morning and her mom shoves a ukulele in her hand. She's got like four hours of practice before she goes to school. On her breaks, her like vocal coach comes and like walks her through how to interact with other people and things to say. I don't agree. I I think think that she just naturally... Some people just naturally have musical talent. And I think that they... That she found that early on because in her tweets and bios, she said she's been singing since she was three or four years old, mm-hmm. which I mean, we've seen your daughter does that sing. Yeah, she sings and she does this like crazy vibrato thing <laughs> that yeah. like I've never even heard a little kid do before. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm sure if we got her music lessons right now, they could cultivate that and mm-hmm. and you know, make it better. And she wants to play the piano and um, lots of things. But this girl, Grace, has an older sister and she's not being forced to do all this kind of stuff. Yeah, because she would the older sister was born and was a disappointment. And the parents were like, we're not doing this again. Okay, this backstory is <laughs> we're, insane. We're going better you... with number two. Number one is not not no. bringing us the happiness that we needed no no mom no. like always wanted to be a singer but wasn't for whatever reason or maybe she like maybe in if she was in college choir she blew out her vocal cords here's the <laughs> i think everything now she's trying no to i think everything that she said was genuine the part that i'm like uh that you know my spidey sense was a little is when she's like I don't even think my friends sing, but she has a YouTube channel 
<laughs> so that's the only thing that my I think. don't even know that I sing. <laughs> so I don't, I don't agree that it's forced on her. I think mm. that she does it on her own. And she even talked about in her tweets, someone asked her um, how she learned to play the ukulele. And someone came over to their house and was playing it. And she loves 21 Pilots and they have a ukulele. Mm. So she saved up all her money and bought it and basically trained herself by watching YouTube videos of people teaching ukulele. Well, Chrissy, can I tell you something? You are wrong and you're a jerk and I'm drone striking <laughs> you. I hope I hope that I hope that I'm wrong. I really do. I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that this is all above board. And I hope Do you want to get this, I hope that her Do you want to get life, CPS out there? <laughs> I I really honestly think they probably should be involved. Oh my gosh. But everyone should go to her YouTube channel, which is called let me get it. We can always post a link in oh, there too. Oh, never mind, it's just me. That's her YouTube channel. Okay. And her ah. her uh song called All Hold Your Hand mm-hmm. is adorable. Okay. We should have it at our wedding. Okay. Maybe we can have her come out and just play it for us. Oh, she costs too much <laughs> at this point. Yeah, you know who's getting that money? Who? Not her. Well, yeah, her because parents. she's a minor. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I hope I hope that I'm wrong. Honestly, I really do. You are. I do. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So uh, I guess I'll do my, my big thing now. <laughs> the thing that I've been nerding out about. Okay. Uh, Christy, it's, uh, it's emoji. Okay. It's emoji. It's emoji. So I read. Okay. So how much do you know about emoji? Like how it started? And I don't know anything. All that kind of stuff. So, I know that when I got the iPhone and I had to download something to make it happen. Yeah, right. And when people haven't upgraded yet or I haven't, I, I, I see a little square. Yeah, right. Um, okay, so Emoji started in Japan in the late 90s. It was like a proprietary set of symbols that was used amongst a small group of carrier, like phone carriers in Japan. Um, you know, people were using it because in the same way we use it now, like a picture is worth a thousand words. People do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, in 2010, emoji were, so that was in like the late 90s, like 98, 99. In 2010, so like 10 years later, it had gained enough usage and popular momentum that there was a set of standardized emoji that were then adopted by this organization called the Unicode Consortium. Okay. <laughs> the- Wait. Would early emojis just be like the colon parenthesis? No. No, those are like emoticons you're thinking. That's okay. like when you have like a text, like a, like yeah. a, yeah. So then what are you talking about? Well, so emoji existed. It was just like a proprietary, like you would get a Nokia phone mm-hmm. and there would be a way to put in like custom, like smileys and stuff. Okay, yes, yes. But they were like, it was in Japan, and they were like like little cartoon pictures. I mean, exactly like we have now. Mm -hmm. But it was just amongst like, like you would get a Nokia, and it would be a certain set that just Nokia, uh, only other Nokia people could have. So in 2010, 
there was a set of Unicode or uh, of emoji that got adopted by this thing called the Unicode Consortium, which is a nonprofit that's been around for forever. Um, and and they, I'm just going to read it off their website. The Unicode Consortium is a nonprofit corporation devoted to developing, maintaining, and promoting software internalization standards and data, particularly the Unicode standard, which specifies the representation of text in all modern software products and standards. So it's there. It's it's a group of all of these big companies, software companies, hardware companies. It's a nonprofit. There's a bunch of people on this board, and they all get together and they decide like this is going to be our standard character sets for for language. So it's it's guaranteeing that that there can be cross platform compatibility. So in in 2010, the Unicode Consortium, this this standard standardization organization it's a big nonprofit. they adopted a set of these emoji characters as they're like okay we're gonna support these now we're gonna support these so then that's that became standard on iphone on android on computers on across the across the board mm-hmm. does that make sense yes and that's when it really like that's when it got crazy but the kind of like the funny thing about that, I guess, is that well, I don't know if it's funny or not, but I found this um, I found this article on BuzzFeed, which is what led me down this entire road, <laughs> basically. And it's like there's it was an interview with a guy. Um, it was an interview with a guy that's a linguist that is uh, that is working to preserve like ancient medieval texts and 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 that kind of stuff. But to do that, there's these, there's like to do his work specifically, there's unique characters that are needed to be, um, to, to be adopted by Unicode. In other words, like there, it wouldn't be emojis. These would be like, um, you know, ancient medieval, whatever symbols for mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And they would need to be standardized. So for, for like historical preservation. So for, as we're preserving these historical documents from the medieval ages, we need scientists and researchers from all over the world to be able to access these documents and see these symbols. And there needs to be a standardized set of these symbols that are cross platform. So it's not just specific to like, Oh, I have word. So I have these, this set of, Mm -hmm. of characters. Does that make sense? Yes. So basically there's all these researchers and that's why they have the Unicode consortium. Like that's part of the reason why they exist. The problem is that nobody cared. <laughs> nobody cared about it at all. I mean, there was people that cared. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you or I, normies, we'll call them, yeah. <laughs> civilians, not super computer nerds, not people that lived in that world, had no idea or understanding of what this was. And so now, the, basically, once the Unicode Consortium adopted this these emojis, it became... Uh, it, it just blew up and it became this big thing. Now a lot of people know who it is. Now, you know, corporations are trying to like go to the Unicorn Consortium. Like Durex is going to them and trying to say, hey, like how much do we need to pay you to, to have like a, a, Corporate a, logo a, or something? a, a condom emoji, like a, <laughs> to okay. promote safe sex. Oh, um, okay. So, th- you know, like this researcher guy that I was reading his article in BuzzFeed is kind <laughs> is kind of upset is kind of upset because he's to to get unicode to adopt these emoji characters 
uh, or I'm sorry, these these standard characters, not just emoji, but anything across mm-hmm. the board, you have to like put down a proposal and present it to them. So like he has put down, he presented a, a proposal to them to adopt all of these um all, all of these like medieval characters in like 2007 and here it is seven years later and they still haven't looked at it or, or talked to it or reviewed his like mm-hmm. you know 25 page proposal that he turned in but meanwhile they're adding like hey we have like eight different colored eggplants now that you can pick from mm-hmm. when you're when you're whatever so he's like there's a little bit of um basically a lot of these people that were around before like We'll call them Unicord, Unicode Consortium hipsters. Mm-hmm. All these people that were around before it was cool uh, are kind of a little salty now. <laughs> They're a little salty that now all of a sudden it's a thing. Now everybody cares about it. But, like, they're trying to do scientific research and they're kind of pissed because they feel like all of the resources at this place are going to, you know, basically th- these jokes that teenagers want to play yeah. on their phones or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I just, I thought it was funny. There's a poll quote in here in the article. Um, everyone knows eggplant is an erection and people sex with vegetables, but that does not make it a substitute for true language. (laughs) (laughs) So, so he's, um, he's a little, he's a little mad about it. Who draws these? Did it say in your article? So that's the thing. And I'm, I don't fully understand because there's, there's a standard I mean, part of the whole Unicode thing is that it's a standardization organization. But if you look at some emoji, they're very different in how they're presented on, say, like an iPhone mm-hmm. versus an Android or something like that. Yeah. Like they'll be similar. But so there must be some level of standard, but they're kind of loose standards, I guess. But yeah, uh, I mean, just you talking about the eggplant, it does look like an erection. It does not look like an eggplant. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's ruined, like, knowing that the eggplant stands for an erection mm-hmm. has, like, ruined anything that, that any sign that has an eggplant on it now. <laughs> like, we saw, uh, we went by a store today in um, Minneapolis that said it was, like, a, a, a urban gardening supply mm-hmm. store. And it was, like, eggplant gardens or whatever, and it had a big, huge picture of an eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I just think it's funny that, like, here we are in 2016. We have almost this entire language, you know, this pictorial language that we are all starting to speak. It has meanings and sub-meanings and everything else. Mm. Did you know that somebody rewrote the book uh, Moby Dick in emoji? That That's annoying to me. They, they called it uh, Emoji Dick. Oh, okay. Do you know how they did it? How? So have you ever heard of the Amazon Mechanical Turk program? No. Basically... Um, it's this program that you can go through Amazon and use these people called Mechanical Turks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hire these people. You pay them incredibly low rates to do jobs that only humans could do. So you can't write program to do something, but you just need like a favored – like you needed to – I don't know. I was actually – okay. This is – I'm not going to uh, go too far into this, but I had a lot of favorites on Twitter. Like I had favorited like – 5,000 tweets and it was really bothering me and I was trying to figure out a way to unfavorite them and there's no way to do it because I just wanted to like create I, I wanted to declare favorite bankruptcy okay. and unfavorite all the tweets so I could kind of start over 
and so I considered hiring an, an Amazon Turk to go in and, and like, hey, just go unfavored all these tweets because you can pay them like ridiculously low rates to just go in and you pay them by the job. So this guy used the um, Mechanical Turk. I think they're called Mechanical Turks. I can't remember. Um, to he would he broke up the entire book Moby Dick into like two or three sentence chunks Mm -hmm. and then he would give parse them out to these people and he would give like five people the same sentence and say okay translate this into emoji as best you can Mm -hmm. and then he would take those five copies of the same sentence and he would pick the best one and then he strung them all together and wrote the book emoji dick oh my gosh is it is it emoji with an eggplant no it's a whale oh it's a whale I just I don't know. <laughs> I think it's um I think it's kind of interesting. Um did you know that in 2015 the Oxford dictionaries made an emoji the word of the year? No, what was it? <laughs> it was like the the like laughing crying face. Oh, okay. That's a that's a goodie. Yeah. Um so Christy, yes. I wanted to talk about this real quick and then we'll go on to your thing cuz I'm interested to hear what you have. Did you about our top emojis. Yeah, well, that and that's what I was going to oh, talk okay. about. Yeah. The, did you know there's a bunch of new emoji coming out? I did, but I don't remember what they are. I think I sent you the article. Oh. <laughs> I sent you the article a long time ago and also resent it to you just now and said, you're going to need this when we are recording the okay, show. Okay, so I'm looking. <laughs> I thought that it listed all of them and then I was just looking through my phone at them because I didn't need them like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. So oh. uh, there's a bunch of new emoji coming out. Wait, 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 wait. I need to know what the difference is. So there's three different of the same. Is it different phones or different ways it comes out? Yeah, I think that it's like how it's going to be presented and like, um, oh, okay. So uh, there's just three different samples for how they probably will look on different. They could, could potentially look on different devices. Okay. It's just showing the So... They show the new emoji, and then they show, uh, like, three different versions of that emoji, um, kind of representing the different ways that it's that it shows up on Okay, on well, device. I already see one that I hate. <laughs> yeah, the one that I wanted to, to really make sure that we pointed out here is there's going to be a selfie emoji. Yeah. There's going to be a selfie emoji that's just a picture of a person's hand holding a phone kind of pointed at yourself as if you're taking a selfie. So I hate that. <laughs> um, I do like the fist bump ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got some see. more animals. Shrimp, squid, kiwi fruit, avocado. That'll be good. Yeah. That's a vagina. <laughs> so we already have the eggplant. It will look like that. Water polo. So there'll be some kind of interesting baguette. Interesting I like that here. there's a baguette and bacon. I'm surprised bacon already isn't there. Yeah. Egg isn't there. That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Salad. I was just, I made a list of ones that are done that they're not there. So, yeah. What, what is, what, what are, what's an emoji that you wish existed? Uh, well, let's see. What's an emoji that you wish face. existed that you didn't have? A puking face? Yeah. That one's coming. That's coming in the next set. It's on there. It's like the yeah. nauseated face. I I asked this question on the Nerd Out Loud Facebook page, uh-huh. and um, that was actually Phyllis Phyllis Fletcher responded with the same thing. She wished, wished that there was a, a puking face 
emoji. Yeah, I could go with that. I mean, I would much rather have an actual puke because there used to be, I think it was an MSN messenger. You could do not emojis, I guess. I don't know. Emoticons. And there was one where it would, a face would pop up, start to look sick and then throw up would come out of its <laughs> mouth. So I would more animation. likely that, but I, I could deal with this, with the nauseated face. Um, Let's see. Salad, which we already saw. So there's no rocks or trees. Oh, like a nature situation? Yeah, there's no nature. So I was looking because there's uh, paper and scissors, and it would be funny to have rock, paper, scissors, but mm. there's none. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like that. The Other than that, like, uh, I can't think of anything else. What The things that made me mad is that, and it makes sense that you said it's in Japan, because... There used to be, I think it was, they've added it since in the last couple of years, but there used to be about three different sushi rolls, two bowls of different kind of ramen or pho, two different piles of rice, mm-hmm. but no pizza, no cheese, no taco. The, those are very common ones that would be here, and it, it was ridiculous that they didn't have them, so yeah. I'm good. Yeah. So what are your top soon. ones? Well, like my top used emoji? Yes. Um, I use the rocket ship emoji a lot. There, <laughs> and there's also do. like a satellite. There's like a satellite, one that kind of looks like a satellite. It's got like the two big solar panel things sticking out the side. Mm-hmm. Um, the There's a moon that's like all black. It's like the dark, it's like the dark side of the moon. Okay. Um I use that one quite a bit. Mm-hmm. S- smiling pile of poo, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course. That's a favorite. Uh, and then also the the one that I used a lot is the lady that's kind of doing the like no go thing with her arms, like doing oh. the little X. Like, when do you use that? What context? Um, just like if somebody says something that's really inappropriate, or um, like I have a couple friends on Twitter that post lots of screenshots of horrible things that men say to them on Tinder. Oh. So yeah. I will often respond with that, mm-hmm. like, no go. That is a, let, you need to terminate that conversation. <laughs> that was not acceptable kind of situation. So you mansplain their dating? Um, I'm just joking. No? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll, well, my top ones are, thanks for asking, um, the sad face with the single tear. Mm-hmm. I love that one. That one I use in lots of context. The um, smiling palapu, the face that that's like showing all the teeth, like ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's yeah. what I make it sound. Ooh, the no. two ladies dancing, which is um, my symbol for P and the V. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, the middle finger, which I was so excited when they added that one. Yeah, we actually, um, Ashley Gillian is actually Gillian. 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 Gillian said on uh, the Nerd Out Loud post when I said. Uh, what emoji do you wish we had? She wanted a double middle finger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that could be like a variation, like how you can hold on the iPhone anyway. You can hold the, your finger down over like the faces and then mm-hmm. it pops up and you can pick different skin tone. Oh, yeah. Faces. So it could be Maybe a double. Maybe there could be like a variation of that. Yeah. Like um, and then for a funny reason, a horse. Mm. A horse? Yeah, which has to do with the wedding where I, I ha- am <laughs> having to wear cowboy boots. <laughs> right, right. Yes, the old cowboy. Yeah, thumbs down one is a, is a frequently used one too. Mm-hmm. But also the eyes wide, what the f- 
why the mm. face um, one is a good one. Yeah, Katie on the Facebook page said, we really need something other than the eggplant. Oh, she wants an actual penis. Maybe, yeah. Okay. Or maybe something more representative of a penis. I'm not sure. Mm. One of the new emoji coming is a carrot. Okay. <laughs> so maybe I guess that could, mm-hmm. I guess that could do it. Or um, there's also going to be a cucumber slash pickle. I guess that would potentially work. Mm-hmm. And a, a baguette. And those yeah. could all be replacements for the. Uh, those could all be potential replacements for the um, for the eggplant emoji for that context. Have we I talked about the thing that Bobby taught us? Oh yeah, no. This is actually kind of a fun thing you can do. You um, if you turn on voice to text on your iPhone. I only know how to do it on iPhones, but you send yourself a text message that's just a bunch of emoji, and then. Uh, Tell Siri to read you your last text message. Just say, read me my last text message. And it'll go through and read the message to you. But when it comes to when it comes to the emoji, it like says what, what it it's is. supposed to be. So that's how I... Because that's part of the problem is that everybody has different definitions of what of what these things mean. Like we we just kind of have that there's one called pervy face but that's not its official name so then if someone were sending okay like right here's one that's disappointing to me it's a face with a a dollar bill coming out of its mouth and dollar bill signs for its eyes yeah like they have that but they don't have puke sure yeah hmm oh here let me uh let me try and do this real quick. Read me my last text message. I found your most recent message from Jeremy. Jeremy said, New moon with face. New moon with face. New moon with face. Satellite. Rocket. Smiling pile of poo. <laughs> clapping hands. Person making an X sign with their arms. Would you like to reply? So. Mm-hmm. There you go. You can do that. It's pretty fun and exciting. So, guys, what I want to know is, I mean, I, I'd love to hear what emoji you use, obviously. Mm-hmm. But what I'm really interested in is if, if I want to know what emoji you wish existed. Because maybe if we get enough people, maybe we can write up a proposal, pr- proposal, mm-hmm. proposal to these uh, Unicode folks and, and see, uh, see what's going on. Yeah. I just I love, I love that this is the world that we live in. It's 2016, and there are, like, scientists that are mad about medieval texts not being tra- adopted by Unicode because they think that um, people are they, – they think that <laughs> they're, like, salty that people care more about um, uh, eggplant emoji than anything <laughs> else. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Okay, are you ready? All right, Christina. Okay. I found this article because one of the questions that I asked Craig and that I like to ask people is their top five shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I found this BuzzFeed article. Okay. Because you know how much I love lists. Mm-hmm. You do love lists. Okay. 27 ready? shows that you might. <laughs> Did you already read this one? No. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> 23 things people <laughs> people do in sitcoms that would be r- weird in real life. Oh, okay. So I can go pretty fast on these. Okay. Are Number you going to go through all 27 of them? Yeah, they're quick. Oh, Nelly. All right. Well, there, there's 23. Mm-hmm. 
Not 27. Don't exaggerate. <laughs> Christy. What? Uh, okay. No. Okay. Number one. Hang out in the same business establishment all the damn time. Mm-hmm. Number two. Hail a taxi and have one show up right away. Number okay. three. I don't have a lot of experience hailing taxis. I've only been in a taxi oh, yeah, like you, four times in my entire life. You're super weird about it, too. I do have a lot of anxiety yeah. about But now taxis. with Uber, it doesn't Yeah, really. it makes it a little easier. But you, so you lose the drama of it when you're a TV character and you're like, oh, just a minute, I'll call a cab. And you're like doing something on your yeah. phone for Uber. Press the button. Okay. Number three, mm-hmm. be overly descriptive while talking on the phone. Hello, this is character mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello, se- second character name. Yes, you can do that. Yeah. Well, that's just a tough thing to represent on phone. I saw a whole, I saw a whole show once dedicated to how they were, per- how the they've progressed sharing text message conversations on shows because they have to like find a way to be creative about it so you can see both sides. Yeah, how, I know now they have it pop up on the screen. Yeah, and how yeah. sometimes showing a text mes- message conversation can be a little bit more believable because then you don't have to do the overly right. expositional. I like it. Yeah, yeah I like it yeah. when that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, never end a telephone conversation by saying goodbye. Have you noticed mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. There's hang up. Uh, kind of like how you ended the podcast last week. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. I wanted to keep it like it's a sitcom. Yeah. Number five, have kids who conveniently and inexplicably disappear for long periods of time and come back and look much older than they should. Mm, yeah. Number six, a tough one. Develop a personal catchphrase. I wish that I had a catchphrase. No, you, you kind of do. Everybody, I mean, somebody like you, you say, "Never wait for cake." Mm-hmm. Is that on this show? Yes. On this show, at the end of every episode, you say never wait to k- for cake. Yes. We were at this podcast meetup thing yesterday. Somebody uh-huh. literally brought you a cake, <laughs> an entire cake. It was good, too. That's insane. You ate it for breakfast and, and late did. night snack. I ate it at 4 o'clock in the morning in our hotel room last night. That is from Anne. <laughs> She's a listener to this show and also yeah. a co-host on my other show. And she made this amazing lemon blueberry zucchini cake. So it's healthy. Yes. It's like a salad. Well, cake it's like form. a muffin or, yeah. It's, it's like breakfast. a cake salad. And <laughs> cake I salad. found a, uh, I found a, there was, I found a fork right outside yeah. our, right outside our room. Where did you find that, Jeremy? <laughs> In the, uh, somebody left it on a tray outside their hotel room yeah. door. That they had used. I just had to clean it off. Yeah. It so you think onion-y. that's my catchphrase? Well, I don't know. It's sticking apparently. Okay. To the point where people are bringing you cake. It was great cake. Yeah. Um, have a near violent hatred towards your parent in laws. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of. Yeah, that's not a. Yeah, TV that's show not thing. a TV show. Um, casually pause to let a joke sink in. <laughs> you do that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, and then you'll like no one does it, and then you'll pause for a little bit longer and say, "Did you hear what I just said? Did you guys catch that?" Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. I'll just uh, I'll text you the direct link to that tweet. I guess you missed it. <laughs> I guess you must have missed that. Um, may every character making a joke every other sentence. Mm, yeah. Well, that's just like hanging out with Bobby, Bobby and Mike. <laughs> They're like full joke mode at all times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Number two. I only know because they steal all mine. So. <laughs> um, number ten. Have twenty plus significant relationships over the course of ten years. Yeah, that's normal, right? 
to <laughs> no. Their example is Ross, who was married four times sounds, on the show. Sounds like college to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Live- I was quite the player in college, Christy. Sure. That's what I was alluding to there. <laughs> Live in a big house slash apartment that's way mm-hmm. beyond your means. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Unrealistic. They set unrealistic standards for yes. living situations. Number 12. New girl. I'm looking at you. Yeah, that's the picture they have. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, 12. Commit actions with no regard for future consequences. Mm-hmm. That Thir- sounds like college as well, actually. <laughs> yeah. Number 13. Enter your friend's property without even having the courtesy to knock. Mm-hmm. I always knock. Even I mean, we go over to Katrina and Ryan's all the time, and I always knock. Yeah. It's a thing. I just do yeah, it. Yeah, you knock like coming into our house, which seems weird. <laughs> I mean, it's, I appreciate it, I guess. Number sure 14. dog likes it. Number 14, always having a dramatic entrance. Mm-hmm. Number 15, having a sibling you've never, ever mentioned, but then s- suddenly shows up un- unannounced. Yeah. Well, sometimes you run out of ideas. Right. Yeah. Number 16, not being able to clear up the easiest misunderstandings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Modern family. Yeah. Oh, you gotta fill. It's gotten like <laughs> so cringeworthy with that. 17, have all your jokes be met with laughter of the other characters. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Number 19, speaking over the TV as if like the TV is just an object in the room Mm -hmm. and you're all there to watch a movie or TV. Mm -hmm. Number 19, having zero extended friends outside of your small group. Oh, yeah. Like no one else has a, a friend that's outside. That's also a sign that you're in a cult. Right. By All way, these could be. Good, it's not a All good situation. All of these could be. Yeah, that's true. Um, number 20, never go to work. Mm. Number 21, be woefully incompetent at your job, but somehow you still keep it. I think that's just called being a man. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Number 22, you get in relationships super fast. Mm-hmm. And 23... You always meet your your future partner in the most romantic scenarios Ooh. and never through Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> we met in a pretty romantic scenario. Did we? Yeah, we met at a... Your microphone's dead again. You gotta jiggle that plug. Is that better? Yeah, you're okay. back. Uh, yeah, we met at a karaoke bar. <laughs> terrible, not- A terrible karaoke bar in a... In a, a Chinese restaurant that's in a strip mall in North Seattle. Yeah. Very romantic. Okay. Do you want me to lay a couple of these um, 50 signs you might have grown oh. up evangelical? Okay, yeah. I can grab two let's do and then a, we'll let's be do done. Let's do two more and then we'll, okay. we'll, we'll take this baby in for a landing. I need to keep track because I skipped around because um, I thought they would be funnier. Um, let's see. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Your church used Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ as a marketing strategy, crossed out, an evangelical reach out. Mm -hmm. um, We watched that movie on a Sunday morning in a movie theater in the U District of Seattle, right near the University of Washington. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually... In in the movie theater where the uh, the 
one thousandth or the two thousandth show for TBTL was the, the Neptune. Neptune. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We watched. We we rented out that entire area. We ate like popcorn, which seemed really weird. Like having concessions because there are some scenes in that movie. Uh, spoiler alert: the crucifixion mm-hmm. uh, that are not really movie. Like it's not a scene that you want to be eating food to. We'll say. But it was free. Yeah. Oh, I was. Yeah. Popcorn's good. Um. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, the movie was free. I think we had to pay for the food. Mm. I, have a, I have a pretty poor memory. Mm. But uh, but yeah, yeah, we did watch it in a movie. And I know that was a lot of things that people did. It seems, it seems bizarre. It's really but, bizarre. Uh, I guess maybe they felt like it's a visual. It's just a, a different way to convey their message, I guess. Get people in. I guess so. It was just kind of a trip being in a movie theater on like Sunday morning. And also like... I get to watch a movie and not feel like guilty for missing church. Like, oh, okay, kind of. I can see that. Kinda fun. Living life on the edge. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. this is the last one, and it kind of is a callback to last week's episode. Oh, okay. You know the identity of the painter of light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Thomas Kincaid. Thomas Kincaid. Yeah. Alcoholic, I think. He's I dead. Think Thomas Kincaid was an alcoholic, and I think that he died from that, and uh, probably from just huffing Being an ass. Um, paint fumes. Too all the much time. paint fumes. Actually, I think I might be getting Thomas Kincaid and Bob Ross mixed up. Bob Ross wasn't an alcoholic. Oh, he wasn't. Okay, oh. then I guess it might have been Thomas Kincaid. Yeah, I don't. I don't know his life, mm. but my mom was obsessed with him, and at one point, all she wanted for Christmas was. Uh, one of his original paintings. Yeah. And my dad bought this one that was very, very small. I, d- I don't even think it was bigger than a sheet of paper. <laughs> it cost $300, and it wasn't even a canvas painting. It was a reproduction. <sighs> like, a, I don't even know what they call it. It felt like real paint, but it was just a on a canvas. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what that was. And so now... Every Christmas, I get her a calendar of mm-hmm. Thomas Kincaid, her and my grandma. We had a, um, I've, I think we've talked about it probably in great length on the show before, but I was at one time um, involved, like I was the dean of a Bible college, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had, um, we had kind of this whole compound. We had a huge building with like a bunch of classrooms and then we also opened up a bookstore there and one of the one of the things that we had in the bookstore at the Bible College, we had like a coffee shop and stuff. One of the things that we had was a um was like a whole Thomas Kincaid display that was like branded Thomas Kincaid like with special lights to make sure that it lit <laughs> up the paintings yep, the right yep. way because he is He's the painter. As we say, right? the painter of light. Um, and, uh, and when we, when, when that whole operation kind of went down the drain, we, uh, I, I really wanted to try and find a way to take that whole display and move it into my house. Um, make like, as a joke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and my, my wife at the time vetoed that decision. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's smart of her. What's Vito. the thing you wanted to bring into our house? That would be one of house? those no-go emojis. <laughs> <laughs> what was the thing you wanted to have in our house? I don't remember. Uh, that crazy Jesus, paper mache Jesus. Oh, yeah. A paper mache Jesus. Yeah, With glowing there a, eyes. There was a church. There was a, um, yeah, there was a church that I was 
living at for a while, and as a decoration for one of uh, for Easter Sunday, somebody made like a ten foot tall paper mache Jesus that lit up from the inside, and it looked terrifying. Yeah, it looked like it was going to shoot lasers out of its eyes. And um, I really wanted it for our house. No. So again, yeah, that was another great. That would be another great use of the no go emoji. No go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the flip off. Yeah. Perhaps the double, the double bird. So, um, all right, you guys. Well, I would love to uh, hear from you. I think we would love to hear, like, uh, first of all, if you have assault rifles and you have a good reason for it, or you can think of a good reason to own assault rifles. Hunting. <laughs> I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, ukulele girl, <laughs> Grace, Grace Vanderwall. Um, I would love to hear. Abused child I or. <laughs> I would love to hear what your thoughts are on emoji. What is the what emoji would you like to see that doesn't exist? And uh, what are your favorites or your least favorites? Or you know what? You know what I want to know? I want to know those emoji deep cuts because I feel like everybody uses the same like twenty five emoji. There's like a couple hundred of them. Mm-hmm. So like, what are the? Sh- give us some emoji deep cuts that you use that. Maybe we don't know about like the underappreciated emoji. I want to hear about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you can do all of that. You guys, all you need to remember is this one thing, nerdoutloudpod.com. We will put links on there to everything we talked about in the show. If you want to learn about it in greater detail, uh, there's all of our contact information on there for Facebook, Twitter, voicemail, text message, all of that stuff, nerdoutloudpod.com. That's all you have to remember. Everything's on there. And you know what else is on there, Christina Wise? There's a little button that says Amazon. If you click, if you're going to do some shopping online, click on the Amazon button, do your shopping. Doesn't cost you anything. Bookmark it. They cook, kick us back a little bit. You know, we're not going to get rich, but uh, mostly we'll have to pay. Let's you're already, be <laughs> you're already spending the money. And uh, maybe it'll help cover some of our hosting costs and stuff. That would be awesome. So, you know, if you're like the person that does all your shopping at work, go to nerdoutloudpod.com. Click that Amazon link and order, you know, a couple of reams of paper or whatever. Too bad we didn't have this when I was buying TVs for work. Yeah, good show. Uh, anyway, it's all set up. So thank you, guys. You're awesome. I would love to hear from you. Nerdoutloudpod.com. Hit us up. Let us know what you think of everything that we had to say. Christina, do you have any last words? No, wait, okay. And uh, I'm coming for your guns. <laughs> Let your nerd flag fly! Wait, wait, come here. You have to do your part. What's my part? E.